Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time via the internet. Hello, my name is David Barry at drberry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined this uh, beautiful day by none other than... It's a beautiful day, the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Thank you, there he is. And on this episode, we got a special treat for you. We have... An interview with two, two of the creators of Slow City Blues coming out today, available today, uh, either zoop.gg slash scbcomics, uh, wearezoop.com, uh, or in your local retailers. Uh, Slow City Blues is a fantastic comic. We got to check out the first, uh, the first issue. Uh, basically centers around a character, an investigator who, uh, after a failed attempt to take his own life, is now stuck in basically a city of his own imagination and has to deal with the repercussions of that. It's great. It's, it's dark, but it's interesting. It's creative. I've never seen anything like it again, uh, like it, like it since. Uh, so we got a chance to talk to Sam Hain, the writer. And I, of course I made Sam Hain jokes. Yeah. And so well, it's not, Sam. this time it's not Sal. His, his name is, is not Salwin. His name is Sam, Samuel Hain. This is correct. Um, <laughs> um, and John Levesay, uh, the, the inker, um, uh, who's his his career like spans basically like since they like, hit what, all the major publishers. Yeah, ninety three. He's he's great. So uh, and we, we we talked to them. We talked about them about the comic, uh, about the the team, about the process of coming to it. And uh, so we hope you enjoy it. And uh, and and away we go. All right, and we are joined now by Sam Hain and John Levisay of Slow City Blues coming out. Steve's when when's it coming out? Give me give me that info. Now, June 7th. That's issue number one. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. It's actually uh, issue one through five. We're doing all of them. Oh, you're doing all of them. Season one drop. Okay. Okay. And that's that's going to come in later because you guys are doing it through an outfit, like a format basically that I've never seen before, which I think is really cool. I like that we've seen a lot of different things come out. So we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So. First off, if you could just introduce yourselves just quickly, who you are and and, and what, what got you here. Oh, Sam, am I go going first? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're going first. <laughs> uh, um, uh, my name is John Levisay, and I've been a comic book artist for a long time. I think um, since 93, so what's that, like 28 years or 27 years. So I've been uh, doing it for a very long time. I've worked for every major company except for Dark Horse, but that's not by any real reason. Just nothing came up. But I've worked for Marvel forever, for DC. I was at Top Cow during the crazy heyday when Top Cow was the king. And I've worked over all the major legendary characters and over an endless amount of top top pencils with uh, with my inking. I was about to say, you, didn't you do, you did like a Namor in like the early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah. Um, he was younger. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like the, the younger, like flowier hair. Name. Okay, cool. Like, it was, I yeah, it was set in the twenties, and uh, yeah. yeah, Salvador LaRocca did the first six issues, and then Pat Olaf and I came on and did the next six. That's awesome. All right, cool. Yes. Thank you. And 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 Sam, say I know you're you're relatively new to the comic industry, yeah? Fred Green, totally. This is my first at bat. <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been a wild ride. It's been a long ride, but it's been a wild ride, and I'm like I'm so excited that this is the first thing that I get to then like give to the world and, you know, and, and put up, put, have my name put on it, uh, at so, least so in comic dumb. Yeah. So, so let's hop right in. What, what got you, what made you start, start writing comics? What, what made you want to come to comics? I, uh, so I have a TV and film background, uh, you know, in LA, you always have a TV and film background, but I 
was told no, right? And that's a lot of those stories where it's like, you can't do it. Uh, I almost got, I'm a, huge, I'm a huge fan of The Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. And I am a huge uh, Bill Willingham uh, Fables fan. Like Bigby Wolf is one of my, fa- one of my favorite characters in all of yes. fiction. And I actually almost got a job at a video game company that they were doing the adaptation of Fables. And then they, I didn't get the job. And it was one of those like, well, I'll show you. I'll do my own thing. <laughs> and one day it like, I was, you know, I, 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 I was a broke, you know, you broke struggling kid. Cause this was almost 10 years ago. I guess I'm still a child at heart. Uh, but it just kind of like my brain opened up and my the idea, super rough shot, obviously, but the idea just plopped out and it was, uh, it was born there. I wanted it to be, you know, I, I wanted to have that like kooky, wild adventure feel of, of, you know, the eighties of like the, you get your ass kicked at John McClane, Indiana Jones, skinnier teeth, but with the wackiness of like who framed Roger Rabbit with, but with like the serious, like, like weirdness of like the cell with Jennifer Lopez and Vincent D'Onofrio, you know, it's like, well, all that could be a cool thing. Uh, and then I, my, my producing partner, Mike Manning, uh, I brought it to him. He's like, I, I was like, it's a comic book. And he's like, is it? I was like, yeah, it's a comic book. You can't do this. Like you can't, it's gotta be. Uh, and he's like, well, I know one comic guy and it happened to be John and John, you know, John said like, Oh, this is pretty good. I think. I, and so I had, I had saved up, uh, I was on food stamps at the time and I saved up some money to commission the first, the first handful of pages. And he's like, this is pretty good. We'll probably have to get another artist, but the story's good. I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure the story's good. And so he's like, I know a guy. And then he took it over to Jim Shooter and it was, and Jim was like, this is good. I think you got something you need, you need work. Like it needs work, Like you need work. And so I went to the uh, Jim, John, like uh, Kill Bill volume two, kind of like where Bill drops off kid to Pyme. He kind of <laughs> like dropped me off. He's like, here you go, <laughs> yes. kid. And it was like, it just, it was all stick and no carrot. But, you know, at, Jim like whipped my ass and whipped me into shape. And I got to come back and, you know, it, John put this amazing team together and we bullied him into doing the inks and the finishes. So between, I, you know, I got to work with, Sean Mall and obviously with John and, you know, uh, Dave Barron, who is just like a modern master when it comes to colors and Thomas Maurer, who's done lettered so many great books. And it's like, I got to like, not only did I get a mentor in Jim Shooter and get to learn how to do it through that. And then I got to apply all of those lessons with this amazing team. And so, you know, and obviously you fast forward almost a decade and here we are, you know, we get to yeah. hang out with you guys. I was gonna say I, I feel like I've I've never I've I've seen a lot of like their you know writers first and as far as 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 first ventures go this book does not feel like a first venture and and obviously you know not at having all. support hey. of the you know the vets around you obviously that helps a lot but like yeah. in like the writing and the story I was like this seems to me it kind of it felt like um it it felt like that guy who'd who'd been writing maybe for Marvel or something for a while and then just had this idea just brewing you know we 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 get these a lot with like with like the Snyders and and the in the Capullos and all these guys and they're like yeah. the, you know they're doing Batman and it's great and everyone loves Batman but then they're like hey but we really want to do this random thing it's going to be a little weird and we're yeah. going to go for it and they find like a home somewhere like Image or something like that and you get to really see you know, when they're not held within the confines of, you know, of, of, of a universe, what, what yeah. they can do. And uh, I think that's really fantastic. That, thanks. Uh, that's yeah. a huge compliment. 
Uh, Sam, as a fellow a struggling actor trying to start writing, you're the dream. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I had to give it up. I had one foot in either one. It was like, I look like my like your face is okay, but your brain is bad. Like my bag is like you got. I have this bag of cats inside my head, and I was like, I think I'm better served being the being you know the keyboard jockey. Wow. Keyboard jockey. Yeah. Uh, Mr. I was about to say, uh, what got you into the artwork, the beauty art of comics? What what, yes. what got you involved in that? So for for this book, or just in general, just in general, oh, in general, you like got, what what a, made you, you want to go down the road? Uh, so I've been a yeah. long, long time comic fan. You know, I started getting into comics when I was four, so I had been nice doing it for a really long time and just just dove right into it and i've been a very big collector since so uh i thought i wanted to do something comics and i really thought i was going to do like i was going to have my own comic shop and i was going to thought about that you know in the beginning of high school and i don't know that just went away and then i started i was like well i'm going to go in the industry and i started writing like little short 10 page stories and i had a friend of mine who was pretty good artist at the time. So he was drawing them for me and we were doing that for a couple of years. And he eventually got tired of me. Like, let's change this or let's redraw this. And he eventually just said, you, I can't do this anymore. You just draw the stuff. And I stupidly, I was like, okay, I, I guess <laughs> I'll just do that now. And so I was very late when it came to drawing. I didn't start till kind of like the end of 10th grade, you know, around the beginning of 11th grade. So I just, Practice, 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 practice. And I finished high school, waited a year, and I went to the Kubert School of Art for a year and a half. And I left. I'm just, I'm not a school guy. I need to just do it and learn. And I just taught myself for a little bit longer than I just started getting work. So, you know, I I got like my first Marvel gig was Excalibur 82. And that was like a big event climax storyline for that you know for x-men around that time to have one of those foil covers so it was very neat to just jump right in with that and i just that was april of i I got one piece in april in the summer 93 but i didn't have anything until april 94 and then i just kept working full on then so i just just practice 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 you know just kept getting better gigs and just you know kept doing it and there you go well, we saw you did uh, you did some work on the cover for one of Jonathan Hickman's uh, Infinity, which we love that story. So seeing that, I, that's... I didn't do any covers. Oh, I did a chunk of the first issue over Jimmy Chung. That's what it was. Thank yes. you. That's the problem is when we look. Yeah. So when you when you when, look up, I'm, I'm sure you've Googled yourself. Uh, but when we like, no, look I up, haven't. <laughs> you, I know what I've done. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the he's Googled true. himself. Yeah, but... exactly. No, I... when, we, when you look at these bibliographies for like for like someone like you, like we, it's you'll see like all these things. And especially when it's like, you know, when it's, when it's part of a book here or maybe a cover there or part of a run here, no one is good at, at getting all of those together. Like Marvel lists you and Marvel does a pretty good job of listing your Marvel stuff, but then DC, okay. DC like there's like a DC wiki, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh. and it's, 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 so it's kind of a, I had no idea they had those things. I've never seen oh, them. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're poorly run, honestly. And it's yeah. like, okay. it, it's hard to, <laughs> It's hard to gauge, you know, because you're especially when your career has been as long as it has been like. I'm pretty good about remembering every published thing I've done once in a blue moon. Someone like when we were when we had cons, somebody would bring me up like this random issue. And I was like, 
I didn't do that. And then I have to flip <laughs> it. So I was like, oh yeah, I did like this little backup story, but I'm usually pretty good about remembering. Like even like I did this little Megadeth short story for the group. And that was like so long ago, but it was like, nice. it was for uh, Brian Polito's company, but it was so obscure. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever signed any of them, Yeah, which is, I have a stack sitting here. Brian was incredible incredibly generous and sent me like a massive amount of comps so i have a lot of them sitting there so it was kind of <laughs> it was kind of neat but no i've i've been very fortunate to work over very cool books very high selling books and a lot of countless number of amazing pencilers you know i've gotten to work over mark silvestri a ton and like michael turner finch you know all the the grand poobahs and the top cow heyday you know i was very fortunate to just jump in and you know, there's no reason I should have been inking Mark Sylvester. I was not ready. And it just kind of sucks as you have to do it. And it's not helpful when you're at the studio and he's just standing over you looking down. And I was like, this isn't helping. This isn't helping. This isn't, you know, I was like, just, I was like, please, please go on to the next guy. I was like, but it's, uh, it, it, it does help you quickly get better because you do not want that, that look when he looks up, he's like, mm, you know, I was like, all right, so you you, you get better quickly. Yeah, that, that's how I All right, now, yeah. now okay, so so Sam, how? Yes. So you you mentioned the idea that was just brewing in your head that is Slow City. Mm-hmm. How did it come about? Where where did the idea come from? Like, what inspired it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge huge Fables fan, huge Dresden Files fan. Uh, I have a whole like I'm looking at literally I'm looking at all the novels right there on my shelf grew up because i'm from alaska so there's not a lot to do so it's like watching uh you know law and order you know dick wolf dun dun uh <laughs> but it, but it really it came from i i it was my love of i guess like the pulp noir yeah. you know you you like that like knock them like knock them down rock them sock them type of you know skinnier teeth kind of adventure and it's you know i, I always love those like agatha christie like the whodunits yeah uh and and it really you know being being like a 22 23 year old white guy trying to like learn your place in the world and what that means and so you know and so it was like me trying to like me growing up like and turning into like a, being a better man and being a better human and you know uh it, it was it was a nice I was able to use that as like a reflection, you know, yeah. of just like, well, what is he going through and what does this mean? And like, how, like, what is my place in the world? But then, you know, it's not this like soapboxy, let me talk at you. It's like, let me talk to you or like, let me like share this adventure and give you this candy coated Trojan horse where it's like action, hilarity, adventure, mystery. Also, maybe time, sometimes a bit of a, a bit of a theme and a moral, you know, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, the 40 year old version, right. Where it's like, Oh, this is a pretty smart film, but it also has tons of dick jokes and farts, and, you know, and whatever. And you're like, oh, this is a <laughs> crass film that's about something really smart. And so was, that's what we tried to, you know, tried to being the opposite yeah. word, uh, craft something that was, you know, uh, very fun and enjoyable, but then also uh, hopefully made you walk away and, and, you know, and with a little bit more of introspection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, and that, it's that a, first issue. It's a lot to juggle. Yeah, it, it definitely it felt like like you're saying like almost like a, like a classic kind of a a detective story like the way it opens. Yeah. It's just very like I would expect this in like a Law and Order or like even like a like a Constantine or something like any like yeah. where it's got like a detective kind of a, an investigator kind of a thing like that's how it felt. 
but then it's yeah. just got this bizarre setting that just makes it makes you ask a lot of questions you know and and, yeah. and r- so right off the gate i mean obviously the first panel you're like okay we're just this is happening like it just here we are yeah boom <laughs> and 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 in a way we go and i think it's it's really um it's it's refreshing because again this idea that it's you know he's a guy but it's all you know all about his imagination Yep, that's yep. It, it's cool. Like you could do so many things there, and again, like the way you said, like it had to be a comic because yeah, the the difficulty in having that many different characters and the way it's going to go, and like the cerebral kind of aspect to it, like comics yeah. are the medium that you could tell that in. Like it's it's hard yes. to see that in TV and movies. It is uh, the limitless budget medium, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Every time it, uh, what was it? Um. Uh oh, who was it? I'm trying to remember. Was it Brian K. Vaughn? who um, he basically said like the way, like he wanted to write a comic that basically could not be made into no matter yeah. how big your budget was. Like you can't do it. Like there's no CGI was, budget that can make it happen. Saga, right? Thank you. It's like, yes, of course. The, it was Saga. Owl, like, like welcome to it. abortion town. You're like, exactly. You can't do that with these giant aliens <laughs> and everything. And, and the, some yep. of the graphic scenes and obviously, you know, it's touching and yeah. it's got the moral and everything, but he's like, I don't exactly. want this. It's too big to be a movie. The, yeah. No, Someday. it's like just, I want my I want my tree spaceship to just be on the page, you know. Yeah. yeah. In the future, you're gonna find that filmmakers gonna be like, "I'm gonna make it a show." It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <It's> gonna happen. <laughs> you teach a cat to just yeah, if you're th- say if you're one throwing, word. If you're throwing four hundred million dollars at, at at like Lord of the Rings, the way Amazon is, like who knows, yeah. man? Budgets are maybe they're yeah, maybe they don't have a limit. maybe it can happen. I'm, say, okay, so, I'm, I'm um, looking forward to seeing what they do with Paper Girls too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be rad. Yes. So, uh, Sam, you, you, yeah. I had did a little research. You were in Hawaii at one point. Um, yes. Another reason why I'm jealous of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you were there. You were trying the acting thing. Yep. Uh, was there a certain spark that 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 made you just want to? You know what? I mean, you said you were uh, trying out for the job with the video game company. Mm-hmm. Was that just this moment that made you say, you know what? Forget it. I'm going all out on this. I'm going to put it out there. I I think for me, and this doesn't go like my fiance is an agent, right? So it's, it's not, has nothing to do with, uh, I have the utmost respect for actors and, you know, whatever your success level or caliber, talent caliber. It's it's for me, it, it felt like wanting to be an actor was like an ego. Like I wanted to be a part of storytelling, but it felt like an ego thing for me. Uh, Cause I grew up like my dad read to me every night till, this is embarrassing to say, but till I was like a, like 12 or 13 years old and he did all the voices. And so I've just been so ingrained anywhere from like, you know, the Hardy boys to Beowulf to all, you know, like all of, all of, uh, all, like all of Robert Jordan and all of Shakespeare. Da, da, da. So I just had that downloaded into my head and I was like, well, I like to, and I'm an only child. So I was like, I like to play make believe I'll just do it high stakes for a living and get paid. Or it was like, Oh no, I, I like, creating the world you know like because we uh david we were talking about dungeons and dragons it's like i like dming better than i like playing as a character because then i get to then like craft that and be the puppeteer uh so for me it was like i i knew that my artistic heart lied on the page and not like in front of the screen i get that that's fantastic so now, um, Sam had mentioned that he, he got together with John and got like a team. You know he, that he, you were the connection. So John, how did how did the the vets that you that you brought in 
Was it just a, Hey, I have, I have this great idea. You guys want to do it? Or how, how does that process go? Uh, are we talking about the guys on the interior pages, the cover artists? Let's start with interior. Okay. So yeah, we, um, I was looking and looking for a penciler and it was taking a long time. And I just randomly heard that Sean was uh, looking for something. So I got, I got his info from a friend of mine. We talked, um, I sent him the whole script for the first round. He, he really liked it. And he's like, yeah, let's give it a go. So, you know, we just started rolling and, you know, then eventually when the colors were needed to start, um, I've known David Barron for a very long time. We've worked on a handful of things together and uh, Sam had met him at the New York comic con with me in 2019. So, they kind of knew each other, so I thought it was a good fit, and uh, we brought him on board, and my friend Jeremy Hahn had recommended Thomas for our lettering and production, yes. so I trusted Jeremy. I was like, yeah, let's give him a go, and he's been great, and then yeah, for the cover artists, I did my research and just was checking to see what shops were ordering and reordering on certain cover right, artists right. and what guys were overly hot and what covers were automatically going up in value. And, you know, these guys are very much in demand and they're the, the top of the, you know, they're like the A-list of A-list guys. So I wanted to make sure if you're putting down your hard-earned money for our new book that you don't know anything about, I want to make sure you're getting like a gorgeous cover for each one. And I, as you've seen the list, I, we can safely say I've, I've achieved that goal of getting the, the biggest guys are. Yeah, yeah. He called in all the favors. Yeah. It's yes. Okay. I knew, I knew some of them, right. but which I figured those are going to be the easier ones to just ask and make sure if they'll fit in their schedules and everything. Cause they're, they're all ridiculously busy, right. but the handful of the guys I just cold emailed and I was only expecting no's, but I, shockingly got yeses and even explaining hey there's also a very large skunk so we have yeah. to do that too and that didn't get the crazy responses i thought it would yeah. so i was expecting no's or yeah i don't want this this is I'll, I'll pass so um and a few of the guys their covers i is they're maybe some of the best pieces they've done yet i mean they're yeah. they're just outstanding and um, I think the fans will be flipping out when they see the list and when they actually see the covers, they're going to be, it's going to be money well spent. We are making, I am making sure as you know, as a fan, big fan myself, you're, you're getting, you're getting your money's worth and it'd be very worth it. Yeah. There are, there are 14 cover artists on this project. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, and they're not all for issue one, which I had too many people tell me that was the case. So it is spread out through the five issues. So you'd have your, your main cover and your variant cover, and we have a couple extras that we can use for very cool things. But yeah, we got a really awesome. nice retailer retailer exclusive yeah. cover. There's uh, awesome. Yeah, we're we're doing like we said, we're doing the whole we're doing the whole run. So June seventh today today, uh, you can buy today. one through five. You can buy the hardcover. Uh, we're doing box sets for one through five, which actually have uh, their own like really nice slip case, which has its own really nice individual art. So something like. Yasmin, we can talk about it. Yasmin is on the box set, both of her, both of her iterations. Uh, and then we just kind of like pack it full of equal value. So it's like, if you want all 10 covers, buy both box sets. You know, we, we have some really great uh, exclusives. We have some really great early bird exclusives. We, you know, it, 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 we, we, John, not we, John pulled out all the stops. 
Yeah, I, I made sure everything was very, collector very friendly. good. Yes, collector friendly, and you're, you won't be disappointed. We don't have a ton of products like I've seen with other things, so the few we have are very desirable, and the retailer tier we have will also be very desirable for the shops. I wanted to make sure that they were very included and not left out because yeah. I would have be been really good where, about that. Yeah, I would not be where I am without the shops. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred, hundred percent. I the the I I'm when I think, John, you mentioned the the dream of owning a comic book shop. That was mm-hmm. I, I was the same way. Like when I I went to my comic yeah. book shop when I was shop in high school, and I was like, oh, this this is the dream. It was like that. <laughs> like there was like a handful, like like and like a NASCAR driver. I was like, yeah, that'd be so cool. And then you know, obviously NASCAR is so much more difficult. Um, and then <laughs> uh, actually, I I helped the way we have a local shop here, Empire's Comics, and um just seeing that like that is that that would be a like a super cool job and again the way they when it comes to these issues like the retailer exclusives like it's huge like it it drives so much of that industry um so now right to it i i heard i heard zoop get mentioned so what what was was, so is it was it the 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 pandemic that caused the it to go from image to zoop it was it was a bit of both uh we couldn't find we couldn't find it. We couldn't agree upon like a release date. You know, we wanted to come out and be, and be splashy and be a bit, you know, and, and we just couldn't agree on one. And then the pandemic, uh, the pandemic hit and it just 2020 happened and yeah. 2020 happened. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we, we thankfully, you know, had some time to bring in, uh, Artisha man Cooper, who's our story consultant and really make sure that the narrative of the whole book, uh, are, are, impact matched our intent uh and so by the time we were all done uh, as you as you guys know it's like we are at 2021 it's a new day it's a new dawn it's a do-it-yourself kind of energy and we, yeah. we had everything done and ready to go and we didn't want to give up ownership we didn't want to you know like we've been working so hard and so many people have been working so long on this we didn't want to just hand over like any potential like all this potential money or ownership or whatever we wanted to like it's it's the year of do-it-yourself and serendipitously enough, you know, Zoop came along and, and they've been so like, they've been fantastic. You know, they're, they're this, uh, I'll just go right into the spiel, right? Like what is Zoop? Well, let me tell you what Zoop is. <laughs> uh, they're this, like, you tell me what Zoop is. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> they are a curate, a highly curated, uh, turnkey concierge service. So they handle everything, at least on the creator side, they handle everything from the campaign to the marketing, to the fundraising, to the fulfillment, to the distribution. Uh, but but the big thing that I, I like to, you know, uh, and John will absolutely back me up on this, uh, as, much, as great as they are with the creatives, because they take all the heavy lifting out and they just let us do what we need to do, which is get the pages done, you know, because as John will tell you, uh, there's a real issue of like having a full-time job and doing a, doing a campaign and not having the book done. Right. John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, it, and I, you know, it's hard, you know, doing a running a campaign is a ton of work and I've heard it yeah. from a number of my friends and guys. So it's a lot of all the extra stuff, you know, getting, you know, talking to the printer and getting everything done and then you get everything shipped to your house and you got to get all the, everything sh- boxed and shipped out and labels. So, right. You know, if you need to finish your prop, your book, if you got to get pages drawn, you got to focus on that to make the fans happy. And hopefully there won't be too much of a waiting period. So Zoop us, helps you with all of that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's a big 
boon for pros, but it's also gonna be great for the fans and consumers because they're they're helping you know that like yeah. you know we're all done which we're yeah. we have a leg up we're done with all the issues so if there's going to be no waiting once the orders are in we go right to the printer but you know it'll definitely be helpful and for someone who just needs that extra time to finish pages and make sure their awesome project is and, uh finished and with the customers it's really i feel like a salesman right you feel like i'm shilling for them but it really is it's it's almost like Amazon Prime easy. Like I know that this we're filming this before, and it's June seventh, and you can go check out the website and you know, tell, you know, see that I'm not full of shit. Uh, but it it feels like Amazon Prime easy, where it's like you don't have there's no backer kit. You can get everything you want all in one stop, all in one time. No multiple credit cards. You just you it's just like click 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 click, and you're good. You know, it's it's I'm surprised no one's done it before, but I'm I'm thrilled that we get to be that person out the gate with them yeah i i saw i went I, I checked it out and i saw the way they compare themselves to kickstarter to gofundme yeah. to let's gofundme even use for these anymore but a lot of these campaigns like I've, indiegogo indiegogo thank oh, you yeah. I've, and I've, I've participated in these and 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 like you guys said like if you're having to do all that extra stuff if you are the warehouse along with the social media marketing and then you're actually doing what you want to do which is create it's it's it could take so long. I mean, I we we have we have a lot of local friends that we we try to support, but there are times where it's a year between issue yeah, one and yeah. two, you know, because because of Kickstarter and and it was and he's also trying to make sure that he includes all the 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 prints that he included in the different yeah, tiers. All the inside yeah, there's, yeah. there's so much to it, and it's like you know, obviously you want to get your your passion, your project out there, but you also don't want to go broke because you're having to do all this yeah. extra stuff on top of it like that to to know yeah. that there's someone who's doing all of it specifically for comics like that's yeah that's awesome i feel like and I feel like it's game changing yeah speaking of prints um i think we had come up with the awesome way to get prints so you know instead of like you know seeing campaigns just get a loose print we are going to have a very nice cardboard folder which you will be able to get a print of each cover nice. in it so okay. it'll be it'll be very cover sharp portfolio looking. yeah 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 i feel it's like gonna be very sharp looking so if you dig that yeah you dig that howard porter cover or you're you know you got to hang up that david finch cover you'll be able to get all of them in one um nice print portfolio yeah i, I feel like um who about maybe now it's probably been two years since tko tko comics tko presents yep. came out mm-hmm. and the first time they did that and they're like it's it's, it's just us it's all us you know, it's no, uh, and, and the way they're talking, the way you guys are talking about the, you get the, the, the trade, you can get the individual issues in the sleeve, like yeah. catering those options to collectors yeah. is huge. Yeah. Cause how many people, yeah. how many people trade weight? And if you trade weight, does that then mean the book gets canceled? You know, obviously this is for like the, the big guys, but like, does it get canceled yeah. because you're not buying those single issues? Cause you want the trades. Cause you have a bookcase, like Yes, to exactly. have all of those options available and a way the way that they're dropping, you know, the binge watching the season. It's it's yeah, a yeah. great option for a lot of people when, you know, the the monthly market is is tough to to break into. Yeah, and since like you just said with collectors and they have their like I'm a floppy guy, but I know a lot of people like to have their very nice hardcovers yeah. put in the bookcase, so we have both. They're going to have a very sharp looking hardcover and they'll have the floppies and, you know, if you want to get them CGC, you yeah. know, we'll have all that stuff. So it's, I want to make sure you have the option to make sure you're getting the collector 
thing that you want to have. Yeah, having having the the heart, the, you know, the the display on the bookcase, but also the long boxes, like flipping through the long boxes. Yeah. Like I get, I get both sides, and but then even yep. with that sleeve, being able then to display the floppies if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you can just put the sleeve. You can put the slipcase on there and go put all your bag, yeah. your comics in the bags and do this. Yeah, that's great. Oh um, yeah, you're you're gonna get your. There's nothing you won't be able to get. I want to make it as a uh, collector and fan friendly as possible. Very nice, very nice. So, uh, Sam, after this project, um, future comics, are you going to stay with Zoop? Are we going with Image? Do we know what our future holds? We don't know what the future holds right now. We have some really cool uh, alternative exploitation of. Slow City Blues in pretty deep in the works, so that may be the next. That may be the next thing. Uh, we, as far as like the next story arc, we I have the next the next story arc all written. It's the next fifteen issues. Uh, it runs like in conjunction. Like as soon as issue five ends, issue six picks up, and it's like this one. It's like this really horrible seventy-two hour stretch for these two guys. Uh, and then, you know, we, we have the next few planned out and we have the series. Um, uh, I mean, I guess out, outside of comics, I'm, I, I'm lucky enough. Uh, one of my men, my other mentor is Kristen Hanna, the novelist, and I'm working nice. on a space, a, a space pirate adventure novel. So it's like Firefly meets one piece, uh, oh, yeah, but cool. at, as a novel, uh, but we're very, we're all full bore and slow city blues. We're we're ready to go for that. We're, you know, we'll, we'll see where we land and where the wind takes us. Uh, but I think the, the big thing is we just want to make sure that the people who read it and the people who dig it, we can get them more, uh, more story. A, a yep. slow city blues extended universe. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Offshoots. Who's writing that move book. <laughs> We're going to track it down. Um, so now, okay. So obviously, John, you're you're in the comic industry. You're sticking with it. Um, mm. Any plans? Any other projects? Anything else on in in the in the works right now? Um, I I was you know finishing up all this, which it was taking a long time because I could only do the pages at night because we have a I have a we have a four year old daughter, so we're doing all that stuff with her during the day. So I was only doing all the work at night. So I was still getting doing Marvel gigs and DC gigs when they would show up and. Um, I just got back doing all the Chris Pacello stuff. So I'm one of, I'm in one of the inks anchors with him. So like, I just got back on nonstop Spider-Man, which yeah. I guess when this video comes out, the next issue three will be out the previous few days. So I got back out <laughs> with issue three. So, nice. and Chris is amazing. So I was basically one of his stable of guys. So I'd get a few pages from him each month and, you know, his, his stuff is uh, unlike anyone else that draws in comics. Yeah. It's, it's uniquely awesome. Yeah. So and he he's very yeah. diligent on keeping up. So, yeah, when little gigs come up, I'm doing that. Um, I just want to make sure we focus and get all the the slow city stuff going and making sure everyone's happy. And if they have questions and, they, you know, if they want to reach us on social media, we can ask stuff or I can if they want to see how I did. You know, if they have like, oh, how did you do that texture on him? You know, I can even show them the quills I use or how like, oh, I do it this way. And I, you know, every every artist has their way they do stuff. It's just all, you know, whether you want to call it style or just, you know, interpretation of line work. So it's all very different and cool. You know, I always my favorite thing is seeing what other guys are doing that I just can't do. 
I can't make that line make that way. And if I dig it, I was like, oh, I want to keep seeing that because I see my stuff all the time. So right. it's not that big a deal. No, that's so, awesome. yeah, yeah, whenever other gigs come up, I just, you know, we'll, we'll do them as long yeah. as we have time. But yeah, I mean, yeah. hopefully we'll do really well and we'll jump right into the next storyline for slow. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Did it freeze? Did it freeze? Oh, there it is. Come on, Zoom. There he is. He's back. <laughs> and he's back. I, I, that's here's the thing. Like, I, obviously, we're you know we're, we're we're scattered to the four winds right now. But I am very much looking yeah. forward yeah. to to Zoom not being uh, a requirement yeah. for me to for me to do a podcast because it's uh hang out in person and do it for the next time we sit down yeah, together. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, right. well, and and if if one 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 or two Zoom call like you know one or two participants, that's not crazy. But when it's like three or four and uh, just yeah, it's a nightmare. So so now, what? Uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Sam, um, yeah. since you've already said what you have planned regarding a novelization and continuing with Slow City Blues, being a, being the writer you are now and the film fanatic that you are, I can tell, uh, do screenplays ever play a part in your future? I have a couple in development uh, with my producing partner that introduced me to John uh, way back when, but I, I take very big, risky bites. So it's, you know, but it's like we, we, again, we, we got some stuff in the works and for Slow City Blues and, you know, that's having that TV film background definitely helps. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have a great, we have a great team of reps uh, behind us and that's really exciting. We got a lot of stuff really, uh, it's, it's looking good. Uh, It's looking good. But, you know, uh, I, I did some, I've done some other film stuff and I've done like, uh, script doctoring and story consulting. And so it's like, I'm, you know, I'm it's for me, it's like story is story is story, but uh, you know, I I'm so invested. I'm like a decade invested into this world. So it's like, I just want to, I just want to share it with as many people as possible on as many, you know, as through as many mediums as possible. And and screenplay rewrites are fun. (laughs) Oh my God. Writing is rewriting. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I don't, know, I don't know what that's like. I just talk. There, it's great. You're <laughs> so lucky. I'm so jealous of you. I. I here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have an. I, I have a note. I have a note full of like ideas, and I'm like, I have no idea how to how to write this. So I just give ideas to him. We have one together. I just like give ideas to go. him because it's just like I read. Okay. Like I wait. Uh, what is it? One of my favorite. I've never actually like utilized it, but Alan Moore's like like his book on yes. how to write comics. It's so mm-hmm. cool, and I'm like. I don't know if I want to put my brain through that that grinder that is going through yeah. that process. The, the, it, the it, master classes of Aaron Sorkin and Neil Gaiman have been my yes, Bibles. Lately. I was just about to say that. <laughs> it's, it's I was going to so say cool. funny it's hats, so cool. man. That's the whole thing of like funny hats. <laughs> I love I love those two master classes. I was literally just about to say the Neil Gaiman master class is a lot less mm. painful than the Alan Moore book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's good to know yeah that's good Well, because we joke uh, the grumpy wizard and the happy wizard yep, those, those exactly. are the two. Yeah. yep. alan moore is 100 he just i would love to hang out with him but i just like he just he, he looks he looks like a pug sometimes and i it's just it's he, great. and he's also into all the cool like uh oh my god the the quantum physics and mechanics and the and the uh uh ceremonial magic i love i love that oh, yeah. shit so it's oh like, yeah i would absolutely like, love to hang out with him him and him and like grant morrison like in like the chaos yep. magic and everything like it's just yes. it's so cool like it's just it's 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 oh so much God, more I than just it. their comics like but I, and i love oh, the yeah. comics too um okay, like, so now yeah. zoop i mean we, we mentioned all the physical things zoop can do yep. does zoop do digital 
Zoom, we are doing we're doing a PDF. Yeah. Okay, we have cool. a we have a trade paperback PDF uh that you can get for cheaper, but I would highly suggest getting the physical. Oh I'm I'm a physical I'm we're pro physical. I'm a physical man, but that's nice. not what I meant it to be. But <laughs> I'm I, a physical I'm, man. I'm a physical puts me man. through windows yeah, when he's upset. I hit him with chairs. But like <laughs> oh, it hurts. but I also know people, you know, who they have like, you know, studio apartments and they're like, I David, I love comics, but like I can have like a, have I can have a short box yeah. exactly. So stuff yeah. like you know with you know lo- love or hate Amazon, but stuff like Comicsology and and, yeah. and Marvel's apps and everything like being able to do yeah. those digital's still in theory support and 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 get you know the the support yes. to the creators, but also have you know this yeah. is my collection. Like that's it's, it's a gr- yeah. it's a great option for some people. But I'm with you. The physical copies yeah. all the way. Oh, yeah. But um, I I do agree with you. Like however you can consume it, you know the the media you love do that however you can support those creators yeah. so it's like we absolutely you know and again i was i started this on food stamps and i was a bartender through this whole thing so i ended this on food stamps because of the pandemic so it's like i completely get if you only got 15 bucks to spare we got we got an option for you yeah no, that's fantastic so now speaking of support where where can where can people find you where can people follow you that's awesome uh jo- oh, john you go first because yep. my um, I have a Twitter that I update each day with a, a piece of mind from any of the issues I've done. And then like, since I have a very crazy comic book collection, I will show a very, very cool, rare book. So I do that daily to get people all pumped up, but uh, you can follow me at, um, at one John Levesay. Nice. Yeah. I think I saw the other day you posted, that, is that- you posted a Wolverine. And I was like, that's yeah, that's, the Joe Benita, yeah, Joe Benita sketch. So he was just hanging out at the house one night and he whipped that up. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll just leave this here. Oh, it's fine. This. And I inked it up like that the next day. And it was like, Argh. that was great. So, just to make sure, is it one written out or the number one? Number one. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Yes. Number one. And Insane. then both, I, I'm an enigma. I don't have any social media, uh, but you can follow both the comic on Twitter and Instagram at scb comics plural uh and then we we you know we we have all of the we do the same thing that john's saying we, we post all the cool stuff we post all the tidbits we you know we give you a little behind the scenes footage uh and then to make it easier uh we actually have the website link for zoop in the bio uh but you can go i'm sure you guys will include a link for that totally. but if not i'll just Absolutely. say it it's we are zoop dot com or zoop.gg backslash yeah, slow zoop. city blues yeah 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 i think if you go to zoop.gg right now it is like dedicated to you guys because it's like right it's all, yeah it's right all, now it is yeah it's we're all, the first one out the gate so it's just all slow all scb yeah. all the time yeah that's fantastic <laughs> all right so now real fast i'm gonna i'm gonna list the um, for the for the people who need who need to know this so first off issues one through five gonna be available on the seventh you're gonna be able to get it yes digitally physically go to your stops i'm also gonna with the, again the cover artist just to name a few first off paul pope as soon as i saw that i was like that's right there i love paul pope so much that's gonna be great um you, you got, got the David thing Finch. john show him the thing was there a thing all right he's, he's got the original he okay. bought the original no shit he's <laughs> sam with full mops right there <laughs> you got the thing show him the thing, show him the thing. Oh, look at that <laughs> there it is look at oh, that's that beautiful god he's good so good and that's so cool. Oh, that's lovely. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. amazing. He's one of uh, he's one of my favorite guys. I was beyond stunned that he agreed to do it. I thought for sure it'd be like, and yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> all right. Yeah. He 
here's a super quick story because I know it's getting yeah, late, no, but um, he had turned in seven different layouts for, for the cover. We all agreed on the second layout. I'm like, great. Months and months go by. He just turns it in and it was like way better, but it was none of the layouts we looked at. So he just <laughs> yeah. came up with something else and it was 10 times better than any other thing. So it was um amazing. And we actually like, Sam's like, oh my crap, flipped out. So yeah. yeah. Please go on. That's okay. Yes, you got you got Paul Pope, you got David Finch, Derek Chu, uh, Doug Menke, Brett Booth, uh, Julianne Totino, Tedesco, Francesco Matina, Yasmin Putri, Howard Porter, Philip Tan, Kerry Nord, Pat Olaf, and Randy Green. I might have messed up some names in there, but holy crap! No, they all were right. Fantastic. Usually, sometimes with names, I'm like a son of a bitch. No, it's dude. It's (laughs) the hardest thing. There's got to be, and I was like that when I was little. You could pronounce anybody, any creator's name. It's very odd. Yeah. And what you, we had it with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you meet them, and you're like, okay, please, please tell me, because like I actually got called out by the, uh, uh, the creator of ElfQuest. Um, yeah. Wendy, Wendy Penn. Yeah, I, yeah. I 100 fucked up her name, and on Twitter she said, "Oh my God, thank you for talking about our book. You messed up my name." And I was like, ah, <laughs> nice. "Thank you for thank you for not going straight yeah. to the mess up. I appreciate that." Yep. <laughs> so you've got you've got all these all these freaking cover artists. You have you have the team, obviously Sam, and you have John. Uh, you have Sean Mole. You have David Barron. You have Thomas Maurer, and then Artisha Man Cooper for the story consultant. Like this is this is this is dope. And Jim Shooter and and Jim Shooter pulling some strings and making as, it happen. As yeah, as a mentor, he he's like the mama bird, and where the bee like kicked us out of the nest. The go yep. go fly, yep. get out of here. I got stuff. yeah. No, this 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 was dope to to get an opportunity to read this book. It was it was cool. I do I one thing. I'm not going to spoil anything. But okay. but Boggy is Boggy kind of based on Sandman or uh, Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. When I saw the face, I was like, "That's that's I Swamp Thing is my favorite comic book character He's ever." Swamp Thing guy. So I was like, I saw that. I was like, ah, I know that guy. He's brown, but I know it. Insert whatever answer doesn't get me sued. Exactly. <laughs> like the, like the Zimba joke. I yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. Thank no. you. Yep. It's a bog creature. It's not a man thing. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Who knows? And yeah. and, and and real quick, uh, Slice Water. I did go find that song and play it as I read that panel. Yeah, I, I, I did so it at work. I, I, I love, we, we've been, who, uh, what was it? Was it for the Django comic? That there was a, there was a, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the Django Zorro yeah, comic. I, I, I like, where there's like a little moment. Oh, look at, holy hell. Oh, there, oh yeah, there's the Finch. Oh, look at that. God, that's He beautiful. just thought he was doing that shit. <laughs> so, but th- thank you for, thank you for listening to that. I probably have listened to a hundred hours of that song, <laughs> writing that, writing and rewriting that scene. Yeah. So the fact that you guys popped it in and you know, oh, yeah. listened to it through that whole bar brawl is. I, when, when, <laughs> oh, when there's you. a note, when there's a note that says "see issue whatever" or or listen yeah. to this song, like I'm like, we follow. The I notes. need to stop. I need to go do this real fast. I need to track it down. Like it's. Nice. You got it. You got it. I do that. I do that with podcasts. When they say you listen to this episode first, okay, well, fine. <laughs> so stop it. Going back exactly to that what one. they said. <laughs> so yeah. So okay. So great. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you thank very you much so for much. chatting with us. Um, thank check you. it out. Obviously, um, your local store again. Digital. If you wanna, if you wanna check it out, zoop.gg uh, slash scb comics. Yes. Fantastic. You can do that directly. And then so, yeah. we are zoop.com. That's the one. There it is. So we are zoop.com. Yeah. Four. available again today yes today take advantage of the amazing early bird deals we have for today and tomorrow yeah. i mean oh, they're, yeah. they're they're gonna be uh, great is this a video or is this just gonna be audio it, because what be john showed you yeah well then spoiler alert but not spoiler alert what josh what john just showed you 
that's one of the early bird specials. Oh maybe. shit! Oh, yeah. so I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I, lo- I love. I love incentives. Like a, a book. The book is good, but I love incentives too. That's always yeah, right? that's always a fun part yeah. of it. Yeah, well, it we got them. That's awesome. So again, guys, <laughs> thanks for coming on. So hey, nerd on family, Capeless Crusaders. Thanks for hanging out and joining us. Thank yes. you. And uh, thank you very much. Hang out with you. Yeah. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. Well, what an interview. It's Fantastic. Like, it's, it's like we were there. Right there. Because we were, we're, actually. Yeah, it yeah. was great. Uh, so big thanks to uh, to Sam and John for coming on, talking to us about Slow City Blues, about their uh, their creative process and everything. Uh, it was really cool to get to chat with them. Steve's made a new best friend. Oh, he knows The Rock. He knows The he's, Rock. He's like, he's like two steps away, like uh, like two degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. Mm, stalker yeah. city i mean good friends yeah good, good friends. friends so the, the big again a big thanks uh, and shout out to sam and john for coming on check out slow city blues uh zoop.gg slash uh scb comics or we are zoop.com um all the socials and everything were back uh earlier in the episode check it out it's a cool comic it's new you could get all five issues today boom they're here like you boom. don't gotta wait it's not like here's one and you don't know they're all available you can get them in multiple formats like a season drop on Netflix. There it is. Boom. D- digital hardback. You can get the floppies. It's it's a it's a new it's a new day. Yes, it is. Where you can get you know just your comics in different ways and different formats. It's a great time. It's a great time to be alive. So again, uh, thanks to the guys for coming on. My name, is, of course, David Barry. I'm joined by none other than. If you smile, I had to. Sorry, the Azorian one, Anthony Esteves. Uh, there he is. Hey, so uh, thanks for being part of the uh, the Nerd on Nation, the Nerd on Family, and for the Capeless Crusaders. Oh, good night. Good night.